0: So some of those steps um, to think about could be really focusing on your network, um, you know, growing it before you need it. Again, use this time to really think about, um, you know, who who you need to have those virtual coffee catch-ups with, um, asking for advice, unpicking your problems with them, maybe even looking for opportunities through your network as well.
1: Hi, this is Julie Hyde. Thanks for joining me on Making Account, a podcast dedicated to inspiring leaders and business owners to be even better leaders, to create a great culture, empower their people, and be more productive. So let's get into it. My guest today is Kylie Jasinski. Kylie is a respected senior recruitment professional in the Australian property, real estate, development, and construction industry. A veteran in her field, she has racked up over 15 years' experience partnering with clients in leading property groups, project management firms, building companies, and developers, all with the goal to strategically connect candidates with future employers. With extensive knowledge in the Australian property and construction sectors, paralleled with particular expertise in project management, Kylie sought to create a company that connected truly specialized talent with companies looking to make a positive change. And so established in early 2019, Prime Recruitment and Consulting entered the market, leveraging her esteemed career in recruitment alongside a global network of connections. Kylie has rooted her business in a deep understanding of people, And the construction lifestyle this is a really open and honest chat with Kylie who works tirelessly to help others be successful she very generously shares huge value and you will get some clear insights into why Kylie is very successful we chat about the approach Kylie has taken to her business since COVID-19 and how she is thinking differently tips for those whose career has been impacted by the pandemic key uh, actions if you are considering a career change or progression, and how Kylie manages her juggle. So this podcast is not only relevant to what we're going through now, um, but for all times of challenge and disruption. So enjoy my chat with Kylie. Kylie, welcome to the Making It Count podcast.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here.
1: Awesome. And I'm really excited to be chatting to you today today. Um, particularly with the situation that we're in at the moment. So, I'd love to just jump into it and get you to share a bit about your journey to where you have landed now.
0: Yeah, sure. So, back in the beginning, I um, commenced my career in real estate. So, was selling houses in a beautiful beautiful part of the world, which was Williamstown. Um, Five years of sales experience there um, really taught me about relationships and I suppose I was fortunate enough to be in a position there where I was involved in pretty big transactions. You know, we're talking about people who are finding their home or an investment. So um, it really taught me, um, you know, I suppose that that sales process but also that relationship and, and connection ability. Um, five years in, in doing that, I had a knock on the door to, to jump into recruitment. And at the time, I was thinking, you know what, well, There's probably a lot of synergies. You've got a house, a buyer, a vendor, you've got recruitment, you've got a career, a job, or, you know, a, a, um, a candidate and a client. So I thought, you know, I'd probably adapt to this. Um jumped into business support recruitment at the time and, and was really surrounded by some pretty strong and powerful women in recruitment at that time that, again, for that five years taught me a hell of a lot with regards to recruiting in a contracting space and, and being across a broad range of industries. Um, so, again, that taught me resilience, speed, commercials, and, and five years experience in doing that, um, I had a burning desire to get back into property um, I embarked on my first property development and, again, light bulb moment, why not combine recruitment and property? And that led me to Judd Farris. So I spent seven years with Judd Farris building a desk there in development, construction, project management. Um, and that was, yeah, a great ride for seven years. And, and that then, again, took me to a point in time where I had to think about stretching my career into maybe more of a leadership position. Um, And the door's open to join Future You. So a startup firm, um, again, amongst really successful recruiters who were really trying to build their career and and do it collectively and make a difference in the market. Um, So two and a half years with with Future You, I then fell pregnant with Chloe and um, my second child. And again, um, coming on the back of that maternity leave point in time, um, I sat down and thought, you know what, I want to do something for myself, I want to do something for my family, I want to take my 15 years experience into um, my own business. So I planned for that, um, but more so fell off the edge of a cliff into it. And um, 12 months on, I'm sort of sitting here celebrating an anniversary for Prime Recruitment and Consulting.
1: Oh, that's an awesome story. Happy anniversary. Thanks. It goes so fast,
0: doesn't it? Oh, flew by. What yeah. a ride! Absolutely flew by.
1: Yeah. How did you find the transition into your business? So, from working, you know, for someone's like for fifteen years, various employers, and then you jumped into your own business. Did you find that pretty easy? You were ready, or did you find that a
0: challenge? A challenge, more so um, in your own head. I think you know the challenge is your own thoughts, the calculation of risk, and um, you know just the unknown. And being involved in two startups, um, that wasn't the thought process at the time because I think I knew I was doing it with others. I had a, a backbone. There were others that were sharing knowledge, but this time round, it was yeah a challenge in my own thought process where it was just just deep dive. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, as much planning as you can possibly do, at the end of the day, you've got the experience and you just need to back yourself. Yeah. Um, I know that my clients would be there after a period of time and and thankfully, you know, they all were. And and new clients, you know, you really need to focus on on opening up um, new relationships and new opportunities in your first 12 months as well. So, again, just not, not going into things um, with a rigid plan. It really needed to be, yeah, planned, but... But also um, flexible enough to to um, to be adaptable because a lot changes when you're running your own business and you would have to wear many hats.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, definitely, yeah. I actually love what you were um, saying before uh, how your experience in property really taught you the value of relationships and the the actual transaction that people were making. It's not necessarily to buy the house. It's mm-hmm. such a big investment in that they're achieving a goal. So I really love how how you explained that before. So tell us a bit about Prime Recruitment and how you
0: help your clients. Yeah, sure. So Prime Recruitment is a a specialist in uh, property and construction, real estate and development. Um, So I partner with leading property groups, project management firms, building companies, developers, Essentially, all with um, a common goal to connect candidate with with future employers. Um, it's I suppose something I'm really passionate about because, again, being able to sort of facilitate um, a career move or um, business growth through through human capital um, is very rewarding. But it's also um, solutions based, so mm. you know it's um, I'm sort of deliberate in a holistic approach to really get the quality um, in the process. From the market and um, and align people's careers and, and businesses, and as I said, it's really a focus across the country in in property and construction.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, and obviously taking your experience from um, from your past and um, transitioning that into your business. So um, you mentioned that you know it's one year anniversary, and given what we're going through at the moment. Um, your business has been, or the recruitment industry as a whole, has been severely impacted by mm. what's going on. And I know through um, conversations that we've had, I've really been impressed by your approach to what's going on at the moment. So, and I'm grateful that you've um, you've said that I could ask this question in that, you know, what have you been doing to stay in touch and, and be top of mind for your clients because as I said I love your approach in that you're really focusing forward you're not just allowing okay so nothing's happening at the moment so I'll just I'll just stay stagnant too mm. um, which is definitely not the approach to take. Um, so yeah
0: can you just share how
1: what you've been doing in terms of staying top of mind?
0: Yeah for sure. Um, full intentions in terms of keeping in touch with my network and and really sort of connecting. And what I've realized is um, you know, a sense of belonging is very much a basic human need. Um, and you know, I suppose every day in working on or in my business, it's um, that's certainly come to a to a stop. And now is a point in time where it it's just comes down to, to making that connection and making sure that we're all um, not feeling isolated or disconnected because that has major ramifications you know health well-being and relationships personal success so I've just been fascinated on the other hand of all the goodness that's come out of the transparency and open discussions with people um, you know I think about sort of my role in the marketplace it, it's discussions with people all day every day and, and understanding and providing direction but You know, right now it's really refreshing to talk about feelings and shared experiences. Um, It's also been comforting to have those conversations where we're really taking our mask off um, and very much showing up as human beings. So, you know, as much as I'm staying in touch, I'm also getting a lot of um, information from the the industry and sharing that back. So um, ideas, insights with no expectations in return whatsoever but just being able to invest the time the energy to get curious about, you know, what what others are feeling and and their outlook at the same time. So one or a couple of things that have really sort of come to the surface is um, now being able to pivot um, and really sort of look at what's important and make a decision on that for for the future, Um, whether that be your career, whether that be your business model, your values, your people, um, you know, forward workload, Um, as I said before, I'm, I'm certainly feeling the conversations are a lot more vulnerable. So, you know, leaders are being a very open and transparent um, and people are craving that real, that realness, that connection. So, you know, how, how a company has handled humanity in this crisis is something I'm hearing from both angles. So yeah. whether it's, you know, from the candidate, you know, they're already starting to, to ask me, you know, how is this organisation really handled right now? You know, what has what COVID-19 impacted on their business and their people? Because um, that will be really important for me when I make a decision later that the company's values and their people um, really align with me and how they handle these sort of situations. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's great to hear that you're experiencing leaders being vulnerable at the moment because... I suppose something that we haven't experienced at all ever is that, well, in our lifetimes, of course, is that we're all going through this together. Mm -hmm. So no one can talk from experience about this. Um, You know, we can refer to GFC, but that's, you know, it didn't have the impact that this has had and it's probably going to continue to have Mm -hmm. um, as serious as it was. But, yeah, we're all going through it together. And you're absolutely right in that, um, you know, the whole humanity aspect of this because people are going to remember how they were made to feel. Yes. And if they were feeling lonely and isolated or if they were completely engaged with honest conversations, kept up to date with information, mm. that's going to be a real telling tale for retention in the future. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So there are many people that have been impacted by this a pandemic uh, who have been stood down or they might have been retrenched. And it's not only attributed to now because, you know, organisations go through a change constantly. So the concept of a secure job is um, not really a, a, a reality now. So what do you suggest are the most important things
0: for people to be doing right now who have
1: been impacted?
0: Having having the time on your hands or otherwise just if if you're in an uncertain time because you might still be working but unsure of, of what's around the corner. Um, I suppose really take the time to to keep learning, um, and there's a lot of content and webinars and Zoom meetings that um, you know are, are sort of constantly being thrown out there. So it's it's you know get involved, um, set set maybe a weekly plan for how much training, learning, connecting with with others um, through through the online content. Um, it's essential for growth, but also Just that feeling of belonging in the moment too, and I think Mm. that's what what certainly what gets me in the day. Um, A feeling of belonging, whether it's on the phone or on a webinar, um, on a Zoom meeting, or you know, in front of my forty-five live live screen. Just that sense of belonging is really important. Um, Showing up online yourself. So make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date. It's speak and span. It's tidy. and make sure when you, you're going through your LinkedIn pro, um, profile, make sure it really communicates what you want to be known for. Um, you know, it, it's some, some profiles I see read as a resume and others um, can really sort of um, be more specific with regards to passions and who they are and, 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 as I said, what they want to be known for. So you can look at it either angle. Um, just make it sort of, you know, about you and, and what you're courageous about. Mm. Resume reviews, career planning, salary benchmarking—I'm doing a lot of that with candidates um, day in, day out. So, really, sort of providing value and advice around that, and it's a—it's a setup for for when things do turn, and you know, again, they're able to pivot and be on the right foot um, with a little bit of speed as the market turns around. So, yeah, um, dust off the resume and sort of, you know, really, really get that career planning in place. Yeah. Another thing which I feel is important too is just um, block out time to check in with your network. So as much as it is about your past and your current relationships, but really have a look at those relationships with care at the core, um, you know, hookups and seeing people's faces and, and really being able to look people in the eye over over a Zoom or whatever sort of meeting it might be will really get a sense of what's going on. Mm. It just comes back to that that sense of belonging and that communication and and keeping connected with the market. So, um, you know, be vulnerable, reach out, ask for help, um, but just stay connected.
1: Yeah. Mm. Love it. Yeah. So keep learning, set a weekly plan, um, make sure your LinkedIn profile is speak and span. And I love what you said about what what you want to be known for. Mm. Um, I think that's really important. And even having a look at CVs because, um, you know, I, have, I often look at a lot of CVs if I'm recruiting in a business. So once I've got the CV from you, I'll have looked through it. It's like, what stands out about this person? They can be quite vanilla sometimes. And I love it when someone's put something different in there. It catches attention. So I think that's really important. And um, it's a really good question for people to be thinking about right now as well mm. because you can make your mark. In, in a crisis situation, like, you know, in times of challenge and change, you can really make a name for yourself depending on what your attitude is like. Yes. So I think reflecting on that, um, updating your CV, of course, and then connecting in with your network. So really, really good tips.
0: Yeah. And if we think about now too, like I see hiring processes will be different when when they're happening again, Um so I suppose if you're already working from home you've got that work from home experience mm. um, I'm thinking about now how how you'll put that either on a CV or how you will send your CV across to a recruiter or to an employer maybe with a short video um, you know about what my work from home life looks like how I'm set up and how I'm ready to go yeah. um, and then obviously you know the crux of that will be about who I am and what I'm what I'm known for and what I do. Um, but that's just yeah, that's a thought process in my mind at the moment about the hiring process that will be different um, now and in the very near future, and how to get ahead with with standing out. Yeah, yeah.
1: good point because it is all just going to be so different,
0: hmm.
1: and how uh, employees want to work is going to be yeah, as you say, there's going to be a lot of adjustment, adapting, pivoting, all of <laughs> all of that. So yeah. a really good thing yeah to think about. Do you find that people or candidates are using more video to send over to you to get noticed and put
0: forward? Not yet. I mean, Mm. we're on video in in terms of communication. However, as I said, in the last couple of weeks, um, I have had some candidates reach out when we've been going through their resume and bringing that all up to date. And now we're starting to talk about, okay, maybe a a two or three minute video to support your Mm. resume um, would be a good thing to to, as I said, show up um, yeah. and now that we're able to communicate more effectively on, um, on a, um, an, a virtual meeting, um, it could definitely be something that would accompany your CV and, mm. um, and present itself. Yeah. And I know specific industries like IT and the tech space, they are already recruiting that way. And yeah. I mean anyone from a global stage is is obviously interviewing through the normal means of Skype. Mm. But as I said, now that we're all sitting in front of a computer screen and presenting ourselves or having a meeting, um, having a wine at night, it could just be that now we're adapting to a virtual, you mm. know, a virtual shortlisting, send resume phase. Yeah. 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 Awesome.
1: So what would be, and they may be the same, but your top tips for people who are considering career progression or mm-hmm. a change in career?
0: Yeah, sure. The, um, look, I think if you're feeling stuck or frustrated, unhappy with maybe how your career is panning out, you know, it could be a thought process at the moment amongst obviously other other priorities. Um, but the first step is really to work out why. So um, work out what does make you happy at work, what doesn't, um, and where you might want to go. Um, decide on what steps you really want to take. So some of those steps um, to think about could be, really focusing on your network, um, you know, growing it before you need it. Again, use this time to really think yes. about, um, you know, who, who you need to have those virtual coffee catch-ups with, um, asking for advice, unpicking your problems with them, maybe even looking for opportunities through your network as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Such you know, a good
1: point. Grow your network before you need it.
0: Well, that's it. It really helped with with my business as I was thinking about launching it, and this is very relevant to other people about changing careers, yes. whatever the change might look like. Um, your network is going to help; they will be your first client or your first or second thought in terms of that that employee. So, mm. uh, sorry, employer. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, use the time to set up your network and fine tune it, and get your get your supporters in your in your um, corners. Yeah um again whilst you're doing that surround yourself with people who really inspire you um you know just one example is if if you want to be fitter you you run with a group um you know you hang around people that really love doing exercise so Hmm. make sure that you hang around with the right people that can promote you can give you advice on your career um Seek out what's working from them, working for them. What didn't work for them? Um, they'll teach you a lot of valuable things to be able to break free and move forward. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Great yeah. tips. And um, I think the first one you shared too about you know why you're unhappy. I think that's really important because so many people think the grass is greener on the other side and realize it's not. <laughs> they might simply be an unhappy, be unhappy with being held accountable, or um, you know, the, the type of work that they're doing in terms of the industry, if they just change to another employer in the same industry, things could potentially just be the same. So, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right.
0: And I know when interviewing candidates, it's, um, you know, their reason for leaving can be, you know, it can be about, well, this impacted on me and well, COVID-19 in the future is, is certainly going to be mm. um, a reason for um, a position coming to an end. And that's not an individual's fault. It's not their ability. It's not their talent. It's not their their willpower. It's, um, you know, it's the circumstances. So mm. as I said, um, if you, you, you're you certainly feeling stuck though, yeah, figure out why because um, you're right, the grass may not always be greener and, um, yeah, you need to just make sure you're doing the research into to finding that. That next, the next position, because you also need to consider, um, you know, your values in in doing this research and and the alignment with the company. So you can have, um, you know, figure out what's really important to you in a job. Um, Because some employers can be more about well-being, some employers and their values can be more about profit. So what is important to you doesn't necessarily mean it's going to align with the business if. If there's a difference in, in obviously their values, yeah. so um, that needs to be a match. And again, it could be the reason why you're feeling stuck and unhappy right now. But to move forward, it doesn't always have to be about the job that's right for you. It has to be about the organisation equally. Yeah, because you can be unhappy in your job, but the organisation's great. You can be happy in the organisation, but the job's just crappy. So yeah. <laughs> you know, you really got to figure that out. Yeah, really. Now. Yeah, great point.
1: So I want to change tactics for a little bit because I love asking this question, <laughs> which is what is something that really annoys
0: you? First thought that come to mind, and I haven't been on a train for so long <laughs> I'm working from home, but it really annoys me when people do not let others get off the train. Every day I see it if I'm catching the train normally to work, but I just find that so rude and inconsiderate, someone not letting people off the train before they board. And they've got nowhere to go. They're not in the driver's seat to get on that train and get anywhere quicker. (laughs) Um it's just the respect or disrespect um that baffles me when people do that. So you know, I've certainly a lot of patience in my lifetime and yeah that's people need need more of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> i love it i say that on the tram all the time too oh. they barge on because they just want to spot on the tram that's yeah. like a sardine can is it yeah exactly <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> yes i'm hearing you i'm hearing mm. you. so you're an entrepreneur you're a mom of a young family you're a wife no doubt you're a school teacher at the moment mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's this juggle that is going on in your life with the multiple demands on your time which is probably intensified right at the moment so I'm really keen to understand how do you manage the juggle and try and keep yourself sane
0: the One of the main reasons why I started um, Prime Recruitment, my business, was to have the flexible working and now I believe it is truly, well, it's my biggest secret and I I know others would agree in terms of juggling um, that that is the best way to juggle the flexibility, you know, giving yourself the flexibility. Um, And as I said, it's, it's the avenue I took in terms of starting my business and it might be other people's um, goals to find flexibility through different avenues, but that certainly helped me with being able to to juggle. Mm. Um, and as I said, on the back of having Chloe, my second child, it it really was a solution. Um, you know, I couldn't do it out. I couldn't do it all without the help of my f- extended family. I've got a lot of support with local um, family who are, are local to me, so that really does help um, me be efficient and know that you know my girls are looked after as well. Um, you know, and also I think I've had to come to terms with with choices and really focus on priorities mm. um, when juggling. You know, I accept that there's good days and there are bad days as well. So there's no such thing as a perfect balance. Mm. Um, if anyone has that, that answer for me, please let me know. Um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, the good days and the bad days, I've, I just tend to sit down and think, well, don't add any more pressure to life with any unrealistic goals Focus on on the moment, the day, and and just get through it. So, you know, by not putting too much pressure on my shoulders, and I certainly have in in all my career steps done exactly that. But I've I've been able to just shrug that off a little bit more uh, as of late. But you know, on the other hand, I can only give so much too. So, you know, I've got to decide where I spend my energy most effectively, and and how to be happy as well. Yeah. You know, If I'm un, if I'm unhappy in any day, my girls are going to know it household feels it you know and i don't want to be that way so um you know and one thing that does make me most things that make me happy i my girls and my family but is my exercise so you know juggling all those balls in the air if i'm not happy mentally um you know so budgeting downtime is what i do in my day every day um it makes me makes me feel amazing to do an f45 session in the morning. And or another one at night, depending again how much time I've got on my hands. Yeah, right. I'm I'm the type of person that's addicted to endorphins. So for me, um, that rush in the morning through exercise, or that rush at the end of the day to know that you know my day's somewhat complete, and it's um, been a little bit about me. Um, You know, I'm full of oxygen, my brain's on, and I'm physically ready to tackle the day. So. But one thing that's always stuck in my mind, someone said to me once, the trick to juggling is determining the, what the balls are made of. Are they rubber balls or are they glass balls? So really being able to determine which balls, um, you know, a priority, um, what, what you could throw up in the air that might smash or what you could throw up in the air that might bounce. So mm. that's always stuck with me. I
1: love that. Mm. I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's a good one. I haven't heard that. It's a really good one. Um, yeah, and I think I'm sure that it's going to resonate with a lot of people um, listening to this. And I love what you said about budgeting downtime. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's really awesome. So, yeah, great tips. But you've just got to know what works for you.
0: Uh
1: So, yeah, because I'm with you. If I don't do my exercise in the morning, I'm, I'm just not in the right headspace or the right mindset to approach the day. It's just how I support my mental health. And then on the weekends, I need to get that downtime and also at night. So I I can't sort of close the, you know, my laptop at nine and then go to sleep. I need hours in between that to actually, you know, wind down and read a book and go to bed. Yeah. So it's absolutely what, knowing what works for you. And I, I really don't think that there is a term of perfect balance. Mm-hmm. i'd say it's all very individual so yeah great tips there thank you kylie so it's been amazing talking to you and you've been so generous in sharing so many tips for people um this podcast is called making it count so i'm really keen to understand how do you feel that you're making it count in your world
0: I'm sure I've used this word a number of times and probably hearing this podcast back, I'll, you know, when those, those words pop up and it's like, how many times did I say that? 10 (laughs) to 15 times, but you know, it's, it it does come back to staying connected each and every day. Um, You know, I, I feel like I'm offering advice and support to those that have lost their jobs um, and then planning and preparing them for an application uh, process um, is one thing, but I suppose thinking broadly, um, you know, what, what will make it count, what, what I feel I'm, I'm making it count right now and making a bit of a difference is is I suppose really, yeah, keeping that connection up. Um, there's going to be less competition and more generosity, I feel, after this. So if you're living and breathing that now, I'm confident that all our shared experiences will really sort of help each other's talents and, and capabilities. Um mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be better as teams. We'll be better as a community because we've all learnt from this point in time, um, and we've learnt with each other. So I think that's that's really the difference right now. Um, I suppose also, you know, I know I've let my guard down, and, and I'm I'm seeing through. Um, video conferencing, people's homes, um, people's pets, people's children—you yeah. <laughs> um, know, their pictures on the back wall, their their wine in the corner—and I'm um, I'm feeling a real sense of um, just, yeah, that that whole just that vulnerable and that that connection and and that those experiences with with people—we're um, showing up for the first time as ourselves. Mm. And um, as I said, it just gets back to staying in communication and, and having those conversations end of bit about how we can plan for the future. Mm. Um, you know, I'm very much getting understanding of how everyone's been impacted, how businesses are currently operating through COVID-19, how they wish to operate hereafter, even though it's crystal ball sort of stuff. Um, however, you know, for the for the first time I'm able to sort of foresee that there's going to be possibly temporary contract recruitment on the back end of this. So making a difference right now with regards to helping candidates could be, you know, setting them up or what I am doing is setting them up for a quick start when things return and, um, you know, as I said before, really sort of getting them ready to to take off when, when a job opportunity comes up. Um, so, yeah, as I said, I'm certainly realistic that there's economic hardship and uncertainty out there. So, it's more about during this time, you know, how we stay connected and, and set up for the future. Um, yeah. You know, on a personal note, um, I've had to sort of make it count at home too. Um, you know, being a school teacher at home is a completely different experience, um, something I'd never have dreamed of. Um, you know, it's been an amazing opportunity to make a difference with my girls. So, yeah. You know Stella getting that time with her and and being that teacher and being that mum all day every day, um, and just being present has been invaluable. And certainly with Chloe, she's only eighteen months, so she's a very cheeky and playful character. Again, having that time with her is is I'm very fortunate for. I would have been at work, yeah, and um, and you know focused on on that, you know, Monday to Friday type role, whereas now I'm getting some really good time with, with the girls that has not been on a holiday or anything of that nature. Mm. But it's certainly been meaningful moments that I, I'll treasure forever and a day. Yeah, beautiful, yeah.
1: beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> now, um just before we go, how do people get in contact with you?
0: My website is uh, primerecruit.net.au. Otherwise, email uh, Kylie at Primerecruit.net.au.
1: I'll share the links out with um with everyone on the show notes as well. So and I'll include your LinkedIn because no doubt.
0: (laughs) Yeah, LinkedIn's probably the easiest way to go because it's um yeah, you um you can see my face, obviously you and I connected and um, first place to connect and and start the conversation. I'd love to help.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Kylie, thank you so much for being part of this and, as I said before, for being just so generous in terms of um, your tips and tricks that you've shared with everyone and your and your um, vulnerability as well in sharing your experience. So thanks, Kylie. Thank you. Loved it.
0: Really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business, and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.